Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. All right, on today's show, we're going to explore everything new with LinkedIn, including big updates for LinkedIn newsletters, which may have been the coolest thing they've rolled out in the last 12 months. You should definitely know about these. Also, more brand tools for partnerships, and LinkedIn is borrowing and integrating some stuff from their parent company, Microsoft, that looks pretty cool for marketers as well, all right? My name is Jerry Potter, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Today, I'm joined by Judy Fox. Judy's a LinkedIn strategist, and her course is called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator. Uh, Judy, welcome back to the show. Excited to be here. Yeah, some really cool updates. I did want to mention really quick, you sent me this story where, uh, was it Bloomberg News that uh, put out this article that said, sorry, but LinkedIn is cool now? What? People are just discovering that LinkedIn is cool. LinkedIn <laughs> is very cool. If I can wear fox ears on LinkedIn, we can all do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny to see that because they have been doing all of these amazing things. It's come a long way since it was the resume social network, right? I mean, anything online is a tool for us to connect with each other and connection does not have to be boring. Yeah. So LinkedIn is a place that we can connect on a human to human level and humans are pretty cool. We're a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah. We can have the uh, after drinks part of the getting a drink at the Oh my gosh, I can't come up with the analogy, but do you know what I mean? Like the after work happy hour moment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't gone to a happy hour in a while, but you know what I'm trying to say? There's all parts of LinkedIn and you should be able to be human across all parts of your life. And I do feel LinkedIn, we're finally shedding that impression like LinkedIn is for business only because it's for humans and, and it really makes a big difference. So let's talk about some of these updates. There's more tools for marketers for sure. And it was reported that, and we talked about this on the last Last time we, we spoke about working toward monetization opportunities for people that are creating content on LinkedIn. Have you seen any updates on that? Just because we've had a lot of 
of listeners and viewers asking about that. I haven't seen official updates of how it looks or how it's being rolled out, but I have noticed in general, LinkedIn is leaning harder into getting the message out. First of all, that LinkedIn is cool. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they're really advertising the uptick in user session and how long people are spending on the platform, which again, links to brands wanting to promote and connect with LinkedIn influencers and just LinkedIn acknowledging that there is power in LinkedIn influence and brands connecting to that content and monetizing that content, that's a huge step for LinkedIn to take and even announce. Well, and no matter how cool Bloomberg says LinkedIn is now, (laughs) they are a slower to implement platform. Would you agree with that? Yes. I am going to share my analogy, which is LinkedIn is the cargo ship, not the speedboat of social media platforms. (laughs) So they're going to move, but they're going to be a solid ship just navigating the waters of social media. Yeah. Just kind of taking their time. We're going to make our way around this bend, but yeah, turning does not come quickly. (laughs) And then another thing that they rolled out now, which great opportunity for marketers is basically it's a toggle that you can turn on for brand partnerships. Is this kind of just around disclosure and transparency? Yes. So I have seen that now been launched on my profile. I toggled it just to check it out. I didn't do a post with it, but I will say where it shows up, it goes in right in front of your title. So your name of your post right underneath your name, it will have the words brand partnership. I just think that's for transparency. It's also for letting the connection probably happen that the brand and the creator can share the analytics. I think that's the direction there. With everything we saw with creator mode and talking about how we want to monetize, all of that transparency helps monetization happen for brand partnerships or monetizing your content. All of that is based on transparent numbers. Well, and some of the biggest success stories we've seen across social media marketing the last couple of years have been these brand partnerships, but they've always been a little bit more challenging just because there hasn't been as many tools. So I think it's a great indicator that we're seeing this happen now on LinkedIn. I was going to say from brand's perspective and the creator's perspective, it's safer for them to have that toggle button for legal purposes and making sure that they are announcing and doing the right things. Again, I don't know all the ins and outs of that legal part on LinkedIn to become a LinkedIn influencer brand partnership. But I think it's important to have that recognition right up front at the very beginning to be able to toggle that on. So that way, if I have a brand partnership with a microphone, a tool, an app, I can turn that on to make sure that I am not missing any part of the piece when it comes to that legal notification. Yeah, I kind of like that they phrased it as brand partnership instead of sponsored, simply because I feel we all run toward good content and we run away from ads, right? As soon as somebody starts selling, we kind of put up our blinders. And obviously brand partnership is still an ad, but in a sense, it's kind of, I don't know, it feels more friendly, like, hey, we're teaming up. We're doing this thing here. Well, that'll come down to who brands partner with. Are are you actually partnering with the right person who actually has the audience that you wanted to get in front of? So, and they're a really true truly have built a relationship with that audience versus somebody who has maybe a big audience, but they don't really have a strong sales and bonded relationship with their audience. Yeah. And I'm not a lawyer, but I can speak to the, like here in the United States, the Federal Trade Commission is, I remember the wild west of social media where influencers would just be like, oh, look at this great thing I got and not having to disclose that they got paid for it or anything like that. And so it's definitely going to make that a little bit easier on LinkedIn, which I think is neat. There was one other note too, just for marketers to be aware of. It said that uh, to apply with the law, posts labeled as brand partnerships will be publicly searchable by members and visitors 
But at the same time, they said it's only going to be available as an option on public posts. So is that a contradiction or... I think what they're saying is you can post different ways. You can post to only your community. You can post privately to different groups. And what they're saying is, no, you have to have this completely public post and you cannot sub post it into private or smaller groups or communities. Okay. And everything will be searchable, they said, if if you've got this toggle turned on. So I've already seen some really cool topics coming out that we're going to talk about at LinkedIn at Social Media Marketing World next year. If you, it is time for you to elevate your marketing game, you can dive into the latest strategies, connect with industry experts, and gain the tools you need to to succeed when things are changing all the time, right? So embrace the future of marketing with thousands of other marketers just like you. You can secure your spot today with an all-access ticket for Social Media Marketing World 2024. Just go to Social Media Marketing marketing.world, socialmediamarketing.world. So Judy, I know one of your favorite updates over the last year here has been LinkedIn newsletters, and they keep making them better and better. So for anyone just maybe hasn't seen that yet, explain what a newsletter is, and then what are some of these updates that we're seeing now? Ooh, what is a newsletter? So a newsletter is an ability for you to write articles on LinkedIn and grow subscribers. So the newsletter is just the engine. It's the distribution of all of your articles. So that way people will get notifications. LinkedIn emails all your subscribers that you have a new article that just came out as part of your newsletter. And again, it's, oh, I'm so excited for the updates because now a newsletter will actually help grow your following and they're connecting all that together, which is really great. Meaning that if somebody subscribes to your newsletter, they'll automatically follow you then? Yes, yes. Because Huge. Yes, I've seen newsletters grow to over 500,000 subscribers. And the person who's running that newsletter only maybe had 70,000. That's still a lot of followers. Imagine (laughs) if they actually had all 500,000 subscribers actually follow the person who writes the newsletter. So for them to connect that is very smart. And I would hope or wish that it could be retroactive too. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do that. Well, and we know that the person most likely to see anything we put up is the person who engaged with our last thing. So it sounds like it'll create this sort of algorithmic love circle where it's kind of like, hey, they grab the newsletter. Now they see this post, they engage with that. Then they're more likely to see the next one about the newsletter and on and on. So yes, I could talk for hours about newsletters. Everybody want to hang out? I'm just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) But I will say that, first of all, I have a really good podcast with social media examiner. If you need to listen to it, it's all about newsletters. And I will also say that it's even easier. LinkedIn is really leaning hard into how to embed and format and create a beautiful layout for these newsletters. For the investment in that, I am loving seeing that. How they are embedding podcasts that can autoplay inside of these newsletters. You can subscribe wow. to you can subscribe to podcasts inside of newsletters, which again, creating clickable engagement that actually goes outside of LinkedIn is really powerful. Well, and that doesn't sound like the big cargo ship that moves slowly. That sounds pretty innovative and advanced right there, right? Yes. Yes. I really, really love hearing and seeing more of those features. So videos, links, live streams, podcasts, any of your LinkedIn posts. Say, for example, you want to do a roundup of all of your LinkedIn posts. Maybe you do a series, uh, one, two, three posts in a row, and you connect them inside of a newsletter so we can actually consume them in a series. That would be really powerful. It's like creating a playlist. Yeah. 
And are there any other new features? Did I see that you can now have more than one newsletter? Yes. It sounds like you can do five, all with different topics and designing all of them to different frequency. And yeah, I mean, having the ability to host five, I mean, I'm kind of like, wow, I don't know where I would begin with creating five new newsletters. But imagine a team with um, a lot of different topics and channels, like for example, social media examiner. (laughs) If you really wanted to, you could create five different newsletters that cater to different audiences that you have, which could be a powerful channel to build. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously social media examiner, we could have one that was, Hey, the latest social media tips and updates or whatever it might be, but then could also have one that was just about LinkedIn. Another one that was just about YouTube and somebody who, because the, the, the worry with that is somebody subscribes to your newsletter and then one week it's about a platform they're not using. So they're, oh, skip, skip. And those are obviously negative signals to the algorithm. So I love that. You're right about hopefully you have multiple people and it's not somebody trying to turn out, <laughs> you know, five newsletters. Well, I was going to say but. for anyone else, maybe small businesses, here's what I also think is the beauty of offering five is sometimes if you are trying to start one newsletter, you may actually feel, oh no, I have to create this perfect newsletter right out of the gate. When actually you may be able to start one newsletter as a small business and take that pressure off knowing you could create another one in the future that fits another niche in your business. And I think that is where I would leverage that for more of your mindset versus and just pull the trigger to say, hey, I need to do this one newsletter. I know that's our biggest segment of our business. And that way you could really truly build that one with the knowledge you could build another one. So LinkedIn is, of course, leaning further into AI like everybody is and some new updates on that. But on the last show, we talked about this generative AI post where you'd share 30 words outlining what you want to say, and then it would sort of create that first draft. Have you seen that in action at all or had a chance to play with it? I have. And then I will be honest and say that rolled out to me as a beta. I saw it. It was on my profile and then it disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be clear that if some technology or some update rolls out to you and then it disappears, it's them. It's not you. So LinkedIn (laughs) is obviously testing this. I'm sure they came back, they sent it out, they gave it out, and then they pulled it back because maybe they needed to update something. That's the only assumption I can come up with. You do have to start the post with about 30 words and making sure you're headed in the right direction. I like the idea and I think it could work for people who have writer's block and they're not sure. But creating more content just to create more content and put your voice out there. I appreciated LinkedIn had a live that I attended the other day that it was a private Zoom call that I was able to attend. With everything they're starting to share and AI generating more content, they're actually recommending only posting two to three times a week. From LinkedIn, to hear that on a live stream, I was actually really glad because they were saying we don't need more quantity. We do need quality content on here. So we're encouraging people, if you're going to leverage AI two to three times a week to actually use your voice and make it more powerful. Did they say anything about penalizing brands or profiles that post more than that? No, they didn't. They just mentioned not getting too, I mean, here's again, this is my interpretation of what LinkedIn said. Yep, of course. (laughs) Which was that Two to three times a week allows you to really, truly hone your leadership voice versus feeling pressure to create all this content every single day and have something to say. If you lean too hard into AI, we're going to lose your leadership voice. 
So it was kind of this world of how they were generating balance and their thinking on rolling out AI-generated posts. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely well put. So Microsoft is, of course, the owner of LinkedIn, and I think they've done some amazing things since acquiring it several years back. Now there's a new integration they're testing with Microsoft Designer. And so sure, not everybody's even familiar with what that is. So what is this that they're testing now and how can marketers utilize this? Yeah, so I've been looking into that. I have been seeing a few people beta testing it. So Lindsey Gamble is a top voice and he mentioned that he is trying it out. And I think it's trying to connect all the pieces of the puzzle for not only creating a post with text, but how would your virtual design of this image be? So imagine if you had a quote and you wanted to put it on a visual it could start to generate that almost like a Canva looking type of image. I think we're all familiar with Canva or at least that seems like a home name to me. Let's just use Canva. So yeah, yeah, the idea that it's going to generate as you create your post, it can start to generate an image that would go with it, which I think is pretty cool. From what I'm able to see, the idea is that it could also generate a GIF and a video all staying within LinkedIn as you're starting to write your post. Okay, without leaving, without having to go to Canva, which is a great graphic design tool, it all happens right there. And so as you're writing, it'll just, because I did watch a sped up video of it. It looked like it was just starting to like generate stuff on the side as you typed. Yeah, that's what I was seeing too. So we probably watched the same sped up video. (laughs) Oh my God, it would be so hard to focus though. I'd be like, oh, what happened? Oh, that went away. I got to backspace my last word. What happened here? I want to go back to that other one. Yeah, like I liked the idea that there was one that came up that was like a we are hiring. And it's a visual that goes with a post. And I think, there's so many people that are not graphic designers and they're not sitting around thinking about, they just need to tell people we have a job. So I do appreciate that it could speed up the visual content part of creation, which is pretty cool to connect those two lines of here's what I wanted to say in text and here's how AI might interpret that. Of course, you want to think about your brand, think about how you show up, think about your branding colors and how your message comes across because, of course, these are just being AI generated. So yeah, and it hasn't rolled out to everybody. I have not seen, I don't think I've seen any of my direct connections that have said they have this. Can I share my content AI dream scenario? Yes, do it. So I, especially on my phone, I hate typing on my phone. So my dream scenario, I love talking things through. Like I'm somebody that when I have an idea, I I usually put it in a voice recorder on my phone or my watch because I love talking them through. And so to me, that would be the ultimate is if you could just say, hey, put together a post about this and this and this, and maybe it's this and da, da, da. And the AI would just be like, here it is. What do you think? Change a couple things and hit publish. So I realized, I think all that technology exists now. It just hasn't all been put together quite yet. Yes. I'm noticing with AI, I've tried a few tools to try to take long form content, this video today, and convert it into to short form content for LinkedIn specifically. And I don't know if this is helpful to anyone, but be aware that a lot of those AI tools for some reason have latched on that LinkedIn like rhetorical questions. LinkedIn does not rhetorical questions. So sometimes the questions that AI is generating are, have you thought of blah, blah, blah? Like it's asking a question that's a very generic, almost rhetorical question. Does that make Hmm. sense? Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, I feel like just in general in life, almost nobody likes rhetorical questions, right? Because you're just basically using a question to to, to point something out. Not in all scenarios, but in a lot of them. So I'm just giving a little heads up that 
AI posts for LinkedIn, that's probably the number one thing I'm seeing. That if somebody just edited that part of the post, the rest of the post was pretty good. Just delete the rhetorical question. We don't yeah, need it. <laughs> I can confirm as a dad, my kids do not like rhetorical questions. So, and I'm sure LinkedIn doesn't either. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah, those AI tools definitely have a long way to go. Uh, Lisa, the editorial director at Social Media Examiner, and I have been testing lots of them. And it's amazing what they can do compared to whatever we had a year ago, but it's definitely still evolving here. Yes, it's getting you 80% of the way because I'm noticing more content on LinkedIn that is probably AI generated. And I'm seeing that's probably the biggest thing I'm seeing. It's just the first question. It's like right at the beginning of the line. And I'm like, wow, that's AI. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> hey, quick reminder, elevate your marketing game at Social Media Marketing World. You can go to socialmediamarketing.world right now to get your all access ticket. Again, go to socialmediamarketing.world to grab that right now. Judy, where can we discover more about you? You can find me at J-U-D-I-F-O-X and I will be at Social Media Marketing World with hopefully a box full of foxes. So, <laughs> Oh, and to, to hand out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, very nice. Okay. Yep, Judy's going to so. be there. I'll be there. I can't wait. So if you want to add another podcast to your listening lineup, two for you to check out. One, the Social Media Marketing Podcast, which is where you'll find Judy's interview all about LinkedIn newsletters if you want to go deeper on that, and the Marketing Agency Show as well. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.